Culture is like your compass. It's the true north for your company. Welcome to Hospitality Daily. I'm your host, Josiah McKenzie. That was Eleanor Erickson, an experienced hotel general manager who now spends her time coaching and advising hotel companies on culture. Here's Eleanor explaining a little bit more. Say you're all heading for the new land, right? You're on this journey and you're going to find a new land. And maybe you have five boats that set out for this destination on this journey together. If all you know is that you have to get from point A to point B, you may have one ship that goes straight. One ship's going to go, oh, I'm going to go this way. One ship is like a horizon, what horizon? I'm going that way. You might all get there eventually, but you won't have had the same authentic experiences. Some of you might have been struggling out there because you were going against the wind the whole time. And when you finally get to your destination, you're like, I'm out. I'm never doing this again. Some of you have been might be like, we got there really quickly, but now what do we do? There's nobody here. I'm bored. So when you have this culture, it's okay, we're going to go from point A to point B, but along the way, we're going to do certain things. We're going to learn about each other. We're going to play games together. We're going to interview each other. Whatever the thing is, when you've got all of those people across your five ships or whatever it is doing that same thing, you may all still take different avenues to get to the final point, right? This franchise goes this way, this friend, but you get there with a group of people who all are excited and energized and empowered by the same culture. They followed this true north. So maybe not the exact compass points, but they got to the destination feeling really good about not only the journey, but what happens next. And so for me, that's what culture is. It's a lot about energy. It's a lot about getting people all in sync with this overall vision and overall destination. When I came on board with Hampton, we didn't even have a Hilton sign on our desk yet. It was that early in the in the relationship with Hilton and Hampton. And the first 10 years of that adventure, we were very close with our area directors and our area managers from Hampton. So Hampton flourished. The culture of Hampton flourished. So face-to-face contact, the fact that when I was a general manager, if I needed help and I needed to call Hampton The person I called had boots on my ground at my property at least once. They knew my comp set. They knew me as a person. It wasn't like I was calling in for a random person to get back to me from a helpline. Yeah, their offices were in Memphis, but we all felt like they were totally accessible. And when they were brainstorming, when they were doing innovation, when they were doing R&D, you would get that call. Hey, Eleanor. We need to check out this breakfast in a leisure market. So that was really such a lush environment to be in. Hamptonality became, it was our culture and it became the word for our culture. So the reason that I think it's amazing, I also think it can exist almost anywhere, is because Hamptonality was actually a behind the scenes word that we used for that feeling of being connected. Hampton doubled down early on getting all of their managers into strengths training and understanding like you can be a really strong general manager because you have these traits, but also you can be a really strong general manager and your traits are totally different. And they bought into that from the get-go. So Hamptonality was like this back of the house phrase that we used for, yeah, we're all on the same team. And then it was like, boom, That's a guest-facing 
reality, right? We want our guests to feel that same way when we come into a Hampton. So the four core values were friendliness, authenticity, caring, and thoughtfulness. And I mean, that's, those aren't, those exist everywhere, right? But putting it in that framework and then actually going out into your brand and making it come alive for the guests because it was already alive for us, that was a game changer for us. Before we go, I want to let you know about a few more things. First, if you haven't done so already, subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite app to stay inspired each day by actionable insights from the most interesting people in hospitality. Second, I've started sharing videos and photos from the stories on this show on Instagram and YouTube, so if you'd like to see those or watch along, I encourage you to follow Hospitality Daily there so we can stay in touch. Third, if you'd like to listen to more conversations like the one you just heard, visit this podcast website at podcast.hospitalitydaily.com. I've spent a lot of time building out this website because I want to make it really easy for you to listen to the topics and guests that you are interested in, whether that's culture and leadership or operations or technology or something else. Browse and search the entire library of more than 400 episodes for some of the top leaders and innovators in hospitality at podcast.hospitalitydaily.com. Dot com to get ideas for delighting the people around you and reaching your business and career goals. I produce this podcast each day and give it away for free because I want us all to learn and grow together. If you enjoyed today's episode, I just have one favor to ask. Please take a moment to text or email this episode to a friend or colleague who might appreciate it as well. They'll be grateful to hear from you and what we covered in the show can help them as I hope it helped you today. Thanks for listening and I'll see you here tomorrow. 